We are live. We're back. <laughs> Welcome, uh, back to Born in Bologna, episode two. Um, for anyone who tuned in the first episode, thank you and thanks for all the feedback. Um, go on, you want to go? Yeah, I think like we should in this first, obviously, displaying who we are before we sat down and think about. It. Obviously, we've got a podcast um, with two hosts and let's talk a little bit about our own backgrounds and like how this came along obviously where the name came from for the podcast was quite random um, and expand a little bit more on, on what we do as as business owners as people who are into personal development and, and business so yeah yeah well Steve Money shout out Steve Money yes yeah, Steve he gave me a feedback last week about like he said listen to loads of podcasts and he was like anyone listening in who doesn't know you won't have a clue about what you're talking about because you haven't given any background information about who you are, what your business is, what your brand is, um, what industry you're in and why me and you know each other. Yeah. So I feel like we could go into that, couldn't we? Yeah, let's go into it. I mean, like, let's start back to who I am and what I do. So obviously I'm Lewis Neal. I own Lewis Neal Coaching, which is now a business as a brand as opposed to just a personal trainer. We have uh, a couple of coaches uh, who work with us and um, we look after a hand, well, a big handful of, of clients ranging from 18 right the way up to 65. So help with fat loss, personal development, um, mindset, lifestyle, which we'll come into. Um, and I've been doing that for about four years. So when I started, Let's round it right the way back to fitness yeah, where, in general. Where, where, like, where was your first initial step into becoming a personal trainer? So, I start with how I got into personal training. So, Joe, Joe Neil Fitness, shout out Joe, is my cousin. Um, he messaged me one day saying, I'm opening a gym. Do you fancy being a personal trainer? I say, yeah, why not? I was out the back of uni. I've worked in a few different jobs many different jobs that I didn't like. Um, and I thought, you know what? I'm passionate about fitness. Um I'll give it a go. So I got qualified uh, and started working in the gym. But where my background always stemmed from is growing up, I was a massive sport and background. I played at a good level of football when I was younger. I was at academies, stuff like that. And then I fell into um, fighting. So I fell into Muay Thai, MMA. Um, that was generally with Joe as well, weirdly, always goes full circle about just building up my fitness around my football because it, obviously I was trying to create... Um, have a career in football um, weirdly once I started fighting I fell off football I was totally just ignored it because fighting was then the passion um, and I think that's the the catalyst to what the person I am today because of the discipline it taught me um, which which goes into business as well now um, into how I approach life how um, I approach clients everything comes down to discipline but obviously that sport and background led me towards liking what I did which then made me join the gym to help with fitness again for Muay Thai which then led into a little bit more bodybuilding again every 16 17 year old lad wants to look good um, which then led me into that path of doing that so yeah full circle always been around fitness always been active and also um, being around service so I've always wanted to serve people I always like making people better in a sense make better experience in restaurants. I was really good at my job being a waiter. Yeah, I was going to say, make people more drunk. Just make people more, yeah, just top people's drinks up, but I'll always go the extra step in everything I did. If I was worked in a call centre, I didn't like that job because I weren't, um, I wanted to help that customer on the phone. It just always sticks to me. I wanted to help that customer on the phone, but you're only allowed 10 minutes with that customer before it has to be escalated. I could do that task in 12, 15 minutes if they allow me to speak to that customer. 
what they wanted to just get the customer off the phone and onto the next customer. So straight away, that was annoying. And that was also what led me down the path of self-employment and putting in the effort that you have will reap the rewards that you put in. So mm. that's where we're at now. And then obviously that's how we sort of met is through the coaching. Yeah. Well, like you were a personal trainer physically, but then physically, you like COVID come and then you had to go online, didn't you? Yeah. So again, four year, four and a half years being a, a, a trainer or a coach. So two years that was on the gym floor. And then obviously forced evolution when COVID came around, all my clients were at home. I was at home, let's try this online stuff, signed up to a mentorship, um, invested in myself um, and then built a, a good online business off the back of that, which um, I sort of pushed me towards that as an online coach now. Mm. That's where I came in, like, when was it? 2021, last year? 2020. Yeah, so it was June, yeah, yeah, 2021. June 2021. And um, I then became one of your clients, didn't I? Yeah, so background <coughs> about, about you is obviously how we came to met was through a mutual friend. Um, again, around the personal developments around lockdown and how... It was creating um, anxiety uh, around people, social anxiety, people are in ruts, don't know how to get routine, all these different things, stuff was going on in the world. Just so kind of changing life as well after life, yeah, yeah. The, for the year that we had in 2020. Um, I feel like like Jamie coming to my life quite rapidly in January and then I started a course with him and stuff and then that led me to meet you and that. And when did he must have done that? Mindful maintenance and mindful leadership and awake in like... April, May. Yeah, it was around May, June, April, something May, like that. Yeah, because I think that, it was. That, that I followed you before that on Instagram. And then seeing you there, did, let on to you, but you didn't know who I was, but I'd been no, following I, you. No, I'd be honest, I didn't. Yeah, exactly. You were the only one wearing the vest in there, though, to be uh, fair. <laughs> so I definitely knew who you were. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, then I think a couple of months later, then I, I messaged you and signed up to online training because I wanted to know more about gym training didn't have a didn't have any clue about gym training no structure to what you do in the gym just used to go with the lads when I was like 16 17 when I was going to Ibiza and stuff and trying to be in good shape for that um, and I'd just do whatever they were doing didn't have a clue what body parts I was targeting why I was why doing, you were it. doing it yeah. exactly no structure so that's when that's why I said to you all, they all know this is I want more knowledge and I want to be able to go get around the gym without having to look at what my mate's doing. Do you know, and I'm, I'm at that point now. So I was at that point after six months, got in the best shape of my life in December. And then got leathered for two weeks and it all it's fell. Uh, <laughs> we're building it back slowly. Yeah, yeah. No, but, but obviously, as you said there, we met in like middle of 2021, but I think we got along so well as obviously coaching client first, but it sort of became mates off the back of that because of similar interests. So obviously your business, yeah, what so you, you didn't do? know you didn't know I had a business, did you? No, no. That's why I messaged you off my personal page, um, and then you found out straight away that I, I owned Health Kit Kitchen, which is a meal prep company, um, which helps people lose weight, maintain weight, bulk up, all sorts. Uh, people who are busy, who can't cook, who haven't got the time to cook, and uh, we come in and help them in that way. You see in the business, and obviously it interlinks with your business, health, fitness, everything, and. Um, Everything that I was talking about, you were agreeing with. You everything you were talking about, I was agreeing with. And it's all just like general health and well-being, isn't it? Really, um, all falls under the same. We brother. wouldn't have a business otherwise. If people didn't want to get fitter, get healthier, we would be in the call center. No, literally, yeah, that's exactly. It's like, like links to like off the back of COVID. 
health is massively important and mm -hmm. it's and not a magnifying glass on it isn't yeah it? yeah you used to think like oh my god health and fitness is just like one of them things that people do to look good but it's actually massively important for health <laughs> so like whenever emily used to be going on holiday she'd be tracking calories and stuff and trying to lose weight every girl does it who goes away to build the self-confidence up because they want to look in a bikini and stuff so like she'd be saying to me track these calories track these calories and this is probably like 2018 2019 and i'd be like no i'm just cooking your spaghetti all in with garlic bread and cheese going at it and because i was floor laying at the time and that i'd just be eating whatever i wanted because my job was active then comes covid and i was at home a lot more because couldn't go in people's houses and fifth floors and i started tracking food and seeing what was in food and not just by like oh taste cheese whatever because i've always cooked all my life but then that magnifying glass got put on of general health and well-being and then, people needing it yeah but i was watching loads of like stuff on netflix like food shows that were just like in america and stuff and just like my love for food just sort of come back from not having the time to cook to then having all the time to cook and then yeah got into just sort of done a bit of background information on tracking calories balancing your nutritional diet each week um i'm working out how we, i could make the dishes that i make and eat normally and put them into like low calorie meals and then manage to do it and create yeah. it and then that that's where the that's where the business come about and started it in in my kitchen which was at the time like six foot by five foot absolutely tiny i've got a picture of it it's i don't know how the, how, how the hell it was like a, a sweatshop but just for me yeah it's just it was tiny we um, call it your private private kitchen like make it sound fancy not even private it's too small to be private kitchen <laughs> i'll have to ping a picture up of it it's it's, it's crazy um but yeah we started the business there and then after like two or three weeks or a month my mum was like you need to get out that kitchen it's too small why don't you come into my kitchen and um the upgrade <laughs> yeah she's she's a baker so she bakes from home so it it's you know it's suited to be fair and i just i just go and she charged me rent on the days i was there which good on it yeah exactly <laughs> you know what I mean? but in the end she ended up working for us um went to her kitchen which was meant i don't know how long it was meant to be for but we ended up there for six months and then in that six months we we got work done on the, on the house to like get the kitchen done knock a wall down make the kitchen bigger and like shoot shoot the meal prep from my home and set up like to come to, for the council to come out and do a check on the house make sure it was all fine as we as we we're about to move back into the kitchen i get an offer to go and rent a unit um which has got a fully fitted kitchen in crazy <laughs> took, took yeah, it man. just took it but at, like we've got two hobs in our kitchen now and we just don't need them we've got an electric hob and a gas hob facing each other and I'm, people say, well, have you got two hobs? And I'm like, I like cooking. <laughs> like, <laughs> when we get in the kitchen fitter, the kitchen fitter was like, why have you got two hobs? And I was like, I like cooking. Fair <laughs> enough. I told him about what we were going to do. He, he followed our page. Um, but yeah, like that must have, that was in March last year that we moved to the, we moved to the kitchen, the kitchen, Centre 63 in Kirby. Someone I know in there just, I was, uh, what was that? I'd done a job for her and she was like, why don't you come? And I rent the kitchen. When, it's mad because you'd never get to that position unless you were doing what you were doing because you were fitting flooring. Gets even weirder. I'd done the job and I'd left something there and I hadn't spoke to her. I told her about the business. She's, she's got a food business herself and she was quite, I think she's seen like 
a bit of herself for me and she was like quite interested in, in our business and she knows Emily um, as well. So I've done the job talking about that for like a week with her. But she, she had, I gave her some meals, she tried them, she loved them. And then I left something there, went back a week later. And then at that time she was like, why don't you, I've, I've been looking at this, this and that for you. There's like units you could rent or something you could convert. Cause she was invested in obviously the business that what we you were doing. Yeah. yeah, she's quite interested in it. And then she just went, you know what? The center I work in has got a kitchen. And she did, I didn't even think about it because they had a cafe at the time. But because of COVID and stuff, it was restricted people coming in. She was like, you could take that over right now if you wanted to. I'll ring our Jean, which is the woman who runs the centre. And she said, uh, yeah, you can have it for X amount a week. And it, it suited us, so, yeah. And that's where you are now? Yeah, but was able to leave my job as a floor layer, like, this, uh, in 2021. So, like... That's mad. Yeah, it's crazy. Now that's, it's got to work now because... <laughs> Forced evolution. Well, Emily left their job as well in January. Which is a massive step as well. But January it shows, last you, year, shows how far you've came in terms of what you're doing, do you know what I mean? Yeah, well now I feel like I'm powered because my lifestyle, like when yeah, everything fell into place, lifestyle. like getting start my training off, running again, doing everything, all, all sorts, like that, it all coincides with each other. And then to have a business that helps people who are in my position, who were in my position or in some, some of your clients' positions where they want to, improve the lives, the general health and well-being, and even get a bit more information about, like, nutrition and diet and everything. Like, it, it's being able to pass that on, isn't it? Massively, like, and then why we resonated so well with you. So let's go back to, like, the name of this podcast. is obviously called Ball in Bologna, um, which is a place in Italy. And we, we used to catch up. My Wednesday routine is Starbucks. Like, I'm known for Starbucks Wednesdays. Every single Wednesday, I go to Starbucks and crack on my work. And all of a sudden, like, we started to meet up most Wednesdays and start talking about like this just like how are you getting on with work how's your work why don't you do this why don't you improve this how can we build better services to serve more people because at mm. the end of the day that's the only reason we want to do it is to help and serve more people that's what one of the quote that we said we don't make don't make money don't build services to make money we make money to build better services that's exactly it so we quote Mark Zuckerberg it's Zuckerberg yeah mm. so as soon as we go in there we build, build more services to again serve more people so John one day said to me I'm going to Italy on my own I say amazing obviously I've been travelling before on my own and I want him to experience that but at the same time I wanted to be greedy and I wanted to go away myself so I asked him can I come <laughs> but like you're, you're, you only had that option because your business is online yeah again that's a separate thing yeah but it's again it allows the freedom to have that and what I always preach about is I need time away from the business to think about the business. And I said that to you a lot of times that when you go away, you'll feel like, oh my God, I've got, I'm thinking about my business. But at the same time, you'll, you'll look at it with, from like a fisher, uh, bird's eye view in terms of like, what could improve? What could be better? All these different things. And off the back of that, anyway, we went to Italy. Just like this, we just sat, sat around having pasta, pints, whatever. I'm just talking about like, this in terms of like how can we make things better yeah it's just like partnering your business with your personal life because it is personal to you and it, it, in mine and your business it's it, it's more personal than some other businesses like no yeah emily emily's dad's got his own carpet shop and obviously once he clocks off at five six o'clock he wants to be clocked off do you know what i mean because he, he does so much in them hours and i'm sure other people who've got different trades or different businesses are the same but with you and me because our our businesses like on social media and stuff we're constantly 
what's the word, accessible to clients. Yes. And you don't, I've said to you loads of times, like, are you clocking in and clocking out? And you're like, not really, because like, if I get a message at half nine and someone wants to, wants to know what, how they should do a deadlift tomorrow, you're there for them, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. So like that time out, getting away, going away on holiday or even a few days away in England or something, getting away from, you know, the, the busyness of it all can make you see things in so much, such a clear way. And that's led to so much more things off the back of it, and it for both of us. But, but then we were together, and like some of the we were just like just build, like yeah, building like empires. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In in like the space of four days. But literally, like, as you said, like, I think the the difference between us, our two brands, compared to like other different industries, is that I'm hoping that people buy into us because of our ethos, because of who we are, our personalities, what we stand for, not just the food or not just the training. Yeah, if that makes sense. So I think um, that's what people come to us for is that we have a an ethos we have a group of people or whatever and it's all through um ourselves not just because of i'm a pt who gets results it's like no you come to me because you like me as a person and yeah, you buy to, into you yeah you buy into you and you buy into healthcare because what they stand for and they're not like just about rapid fat loss is not just about this but what they stand for as a company in terms of and it's you and emily behind the brand so that's why people tend to, to buy into the brands yeah, yeah exactly and it's it's your front isn't it it's, it's it relates like who you are as a person you can put that into your branding into how you want your social media to look how you want your business your website and everything to look or how you speak to customers it all comes from from me and Emily and with you it's it's from you and the other trainers you've got in your business now but then business them them other trainers have got clarity of how you want to help people they're so specific on what we do otherwise I wouldn't have chose them yeah, one's exactly. Abby who's my missus and one's Lee who's, who's got a really good um, good mindset and he's got a good path and a good head on his shoulders and he knows what he wants and he, he really cares about clients mm. that's what I wanted in a person so um, it, it, again it's a, it's a personal brand so although it's it might sound from the outside that you're buying into me but you're buying into what we stand for and where we want to take things and what we believe in Um and that's why we're known for, as it says on my Instagram, for getting people in amazing shape physically and mentally because of the mindset towards it as well, which I fell into. Yeah, I think where you are right now is like you're at the, in the, the past six months or so since I've known you, like just you're realising that your business can turn into so much more now because yeah. it's, you know, what's that saying that I said to you the other day where if you want to go quick, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. Far, go together. And you can't help the amount of people you want to help with just you. You need to have different services, different people there to help you, and different people to help grow your business. Take things off your own plate because yeah. you can't. And there's other people. Lee does a better job at some things than I do in the business. Abby does a better job than I do within the business. So why should I try and do all of that mm -hmm. just from an ego perspective or yeah, what? That massive ego is massive in that. And I think like, yeah, ego is really big because you look at it and you you want to do everything. You want to have the finishing touch on everything because it's, per, it's so it's personal baby, to you, yeah. But then it's getting out your own way, isn't it? And being like, okay, well, you can do this. Emily managed the business for, for quite a long time because I was still in my job and she wasn't. So she... she it's been a bit of a change since I've come into the business more. And took more responsibility. Yeah, yeah. and yeah, we've had, we've had we've had arguments over stuff and disagreements and stuff. The weird thing is it's all 
both of our arguments or opinions are both for the greater good of the business and the greater good of how the people can be helped, you know, and how we can create the service better for everyone. Just got a funny way of trying to get me across <laughs> in, you know, it's in, hard in when the communication. It's so close to, yeah, yeah, because it's personal to me and Emily. Like, yeah, because it's personal to me and Emily, it's, it, it's, it's hard. And you, you're playing with emotions as well because you're emotionally attached to the business, aren't you? As because it's your baby that's just the same thing like, from the outside perspective it's like oh you might look at Lewis and you know, coaching as like the reason he wants to take on other people is because he can he can make more money and hit more people it's like no it's like I know what I can handle and I don't know the level of service that I can deliver with a certain amount of people once I've filled that space how am I meant to help more people mm. so this is when we start to look into other services and bring on other people where we can help more people and and give the best possible service to everyone. What do you think that drive is though? Like obviously you could get to a certain amount of clients and a certain amount of people who who, are, who you're employing in your business. When when are you gonna sit there and go This is complete? Weird. I sent I don't know if I sent this to this day in the group. So we've got a mini group accountability group with the business owners in, mm-hmm. in the coaching and I put it in there the other day. So Alex Mosey, which is a guy that I really look up to, um is worth, you know, hundred million, couple two hundred million, twenty nine. His own gyms, so that's his whole background is fitness. And he did the podcast on why he works. And his quote when he starts his podcast is, "He makes eight to five million dollars a year. I'm not trying to sell you anything. He does it. He went. A lot of people are broke, and I don't want you to be one. That's his whole. That's what he says in every single video that he does. And it's resonated so much with me. It's like the reason. It was the same. You can see it all over again. Stephen Bartlett said the same thing, is that when he hit a certain milestone or wealth, they felt nothing in terms of flatness. So as he started to think about what, why, how can I feel fulfilled? And mm. um, he related it back to Adam, Adam and Eve. And again, I'm not religious. I haven't got a clue about Adam and Eve in the story, but he said, God didn't give Adam Eve first. He gave Adam work first. And what that meant is, Alex Hormozy and I'm the same as I fall in love with working hard mm. I fall in love with developing the best program developing the best um, service developing the best content developing the best workout training the hardest running marathon um, being the best boyfriend being the best son whatever it is I fell in love I fall in love with that hard work and that's the drive it's not an end result that I want to get to X amount of clients or X amount of money it's that I just want to work hard and that makes me feel good mm. it's that so it's your own self-satisfaction though isn't it yeah because that's what drives me I didn't realise this until it clicked it's not that I want to get somewhere or I'm in a, a pace to get somewhere it's just that I know that if I work hard I'm happy mm. and if, when I don't work hard I'm not happy yeah. Interesting. Yeah, it is very interesting. It's so it's your part of that journey is like there's the saying that says um beco- becoming is better than being. So it's obviously what Stephen Bartlett related to, like once he hit that milestone of how much the business is worth or how much he sold it for. He thought he, he'd be happy. He thought he'd be happy, but he, he wasn't fulfilled because he was chasing something that, you know, was just the what's the what's the word? When you're chasing something that it's never tangible. They're like, you can't grab it. Yeah, so he, he was chasing something I thought would fulfil him. And it just didn't. Yeah, and then the satisfaction after that, and then the, the fall after that into like probably, yeah, the Tyson Fury Same story. Analogy, good, isn't yeah, it? Like, yeah. you know, he, he had such a, a goal to work towards to become world champion. You know, camp was amazing. He had so many people around him and then gets to that pinnacle point, heavyweight, heavyweight of the world. And then what next? And he didn't have anything in plan. 
he thought that would be everything and be his life complete because he hadn't thought about afterwards and what he was going to do. And then look what happened to me. Mental health problems, drinking, addictions and stuff like that in the worst shape of his life. Remember seeing that um, that video of him in, in the Euros? Yeah. Mad, and he it? was huge, wasn't he? He was massive. But the same thing, everyone's got, to, it's, it goes back to the same story is that if you look back at all of them stories that we say is that it's the work that they put in, which is the, what they fall in love with, the process of it. Yeah, so he's realised that, because after that, he didn't yeah, have that yeah. work and he didn't have anything. He thought, like, he'd have all this money, this title and everything, and, he'd, and he'd, that would be incomplete. But look at him now. Look where he's working towards now. Exactly. I mean? It's the same with, like, clients, like, a weight goal or whatever. It's like, you won't feel happy when you get that way, trust me. But you will feel happy when you're working towards that weight of putting in that constant improvement or like you for example it's like if you hit, or anyone if you hit a certain number in business whether that's clients whether that's money that will never fulfill, trust me i've been there it does not fulfill you mm. yeah i'm going i can't wait till i hit that why because i've hit it and i felt shit about it but what i have done is enjoyed building better things to hit that thing yeah that makes sense yeah so i'm, I'm taking your advice from the when you've done the marathon because you were the exact same thing exactly you didn't have nothing planned afterwards and then you were you didn't say like what's next you were just like floating around a bit weren't you and wasn't committed into training fully and stuff and for you like yeah that must that must have felt so off-putting because you were wake, you were waking up and you didn't have a goal to work towards because you just had this massive achievement that you that achievement that you achieved in your life and then you didn't have anything planned afterwards, but you had, still had to go to work and teach people how to train and still had to do this and still, still had to do had that to up, because yeah. it was your business and it was your, you know, your day to day. Little did anyone know that you weren't, you were just turning up to tie and just training and just doing this and just doing that. Whereas this year has been a massive thing for you. I've, I've from, from, from the outside, outside yeah, yeah, just seen you training all the time. You've been, you've been eating well, cutting well. This is what I mean by discipline. falling in love with working hard. So like when I was working up to the marathon, I was over the moon because I was I was flying, you know, I was running loads, I was testing myself, I did it. You know, I had everything to look forward to and I did it. And even as soon as I finished, it was like, fucking hell, is that it? Like, is time that, passes, is that it? Yeah. Like you'll get, you'll get these things and time, like it'll just pass you, you know, it, they last for like, it's like when you get a new car or anything, new car, for example, get a new car you think oh yes it's boss you're looking at all the things inside it's, it's amazing you think you feel boss in it yeah you do feel good for, for the short period of time 12 months later a new, a car. new car comes out <laughs> it, you're realising that your car's old so that feeling that you had at the start just goes so the only thing that you get that feeling back is buying a new car mm-hmm. you know what I mean but why have you have to go, why have you got to go and buy a new car to have that feeling again you could don't want to do something else like fitness or any new hobby that you want to pick up you can go and find, just work out what you actually want to want to do. Yeah, you, you'll get the same feeling as buying a new car, as starting a new gym, or you know, starting like poetry or something, anything like that. Any anything that is relevant to you or that excites you, always the starting is good, and then learning how to implement that into your day to day. I use fitness like because twelve months ago, I was what was I doing? I was I was running, doing a little bit in the gym. Didn't have, didn't know any no structure. structure. Like that, Came yeah. to you. Now I know I can go to the gym, train each week, train three times a week, and run three times a week, and I, and I can love it. It's boss. Yeah, and, and you I feel can, so much better from it yeah. from a perspective of yeah. like clarity and productivity and energy and. But I know that like, I know that the in between is better than just that race. Yeah, I, yeah. Like doing the, doing the Paris Marathon in April. I know that 
the tra- me and my mate, my mates doing it with me, and we've said like that three months before that training is going to be boss. It's going to be horrible. It's going to be boss because that's going to make you fully fit for that day, and then that's the fun bit. Yeah, but then don't forget that it's not just for that day. <coughs> it's not just for that day. It's for afterwards as well. You're not just working them three months just for that that race. Yes. Plan something and after it. Go and test yourself again after it. Have something there because it's the in between, like what you've just said. It's the in between that like you fall in love with your day to day, and people. A lot of people don't don't realize that they're always like the instant gratification thing, isn't it? Like what we people, spoke about last episode. People always try and stick to what they know or what they're good at, what they don't like being a beginner. So I have it all the time, obviously, with clients is that I don't want to try pull-ups because I'm not good at pull-ups. But in the head, you want to get better at pull-ups. So in order to get better at pull-ups, you have to do pull-ups. Yeah. But like, same with me is that I love being a beginner. And it's something that I speak about all the time. It's like straight after the marathon, I said to you, I'll go back to Thai again. And I was crap when I went back to Thai, but I loved it because I can improve. And then in the new year, now I'm doing Olympic lifting. Why? Because I always wanted to do it and I'm crap at it and I want to get good at it. And I'm guaranteed down the line, there will be something else that I want to try and get good at because I'm crap at it. But I actually enjoy being a beginner because it means that I can progress and I can work hard. Whereas if you're just comfortable in doing everything that you're good at, you know, same with like a coach. If you were to coach your own program, you would pick things that you like. If someone else picks your program and you see RDL or something like that, you're like, fuck's sake, I've got to do that. You, It'll challenge you because someone else has done it for you. That makes sense? Yeah, yeah. So off the back of that, just fall in love with actually being a beginner and, and fall in love with learning because the best thing that you can do in life is, I think, learn anything. And that can be used in, in anything though. We're, we're talking about it in just in fitness That's and just in health fitness, and well-being. Yeah. So, but it's the exact same thing, isn't it? You can use that ethos in any aspect of your life you know, if you want to improve your family life but you don't like you don't like your cousin or whatever you you'll get there you just need to put a little bit of time and effort into it and then you'll gain a relationship with them again or something like that so like any any like say for example you want to get what's up I don't know mountain plank like you want to work towards something you yeah, have to break like past that to this episode like we talk about health and fitness but how could this help someone? How can that same ethos just help, help someone in a completely different industry? Here we go, so I could say this about, I could count 10, 20 clients right now who've changed their job since starting with me. Mm. And that's not me going, you need to leave your job. But that's me seeing signs that you're not happy in your job. It's not truly what you've fulfilled in or you're passionate about. And you have the, you have the, um, the mindset and to go after it and get it. So, just by and but what happens then is it, initially it's like what about this this and this what about dropping wage or what about my routine might change or I can't do that swap that to break through it and then you will learn to get that better you will learn that routine a gradual you'll build up your wage and delayed gratification 10 years down the line you'll be very thankful for that so it's like the hardest thing is that initial breakthrough that that just starting like if you've got something that's boiled up for example and anything between you and your bed or whatever it's just sitting on your shoulder and you don't say it on. Then all of a sudden you say, right, I've got to say something. You say it and then it's done. It's diluted, it's finished. And how much better do you feel? It's just, but people are so hard to get past that first point. But on the other side of that is living. Mm. But that, that first point can be so scary. Massive. That they just sidetrack. Do, do you avoid it with all costs? Yeah, they might message you and ask to change or they might go and try something new and 
it didn't go well first time around and they just go back to their old ways. But it's about, you know, it wasn't uncomfortable the first time around, yet it wasn't, you know, it didn't go to plan. Or say you say you booked to go to a, a new class somewhere, like a new fitness class or a new like group class or something like that. You you go to the wrong venue or something that, that immediately puts you off. Or it's, you go yeah. there and it's being cancelled. That just that's a, you think it's a sign, don't you? But it's, it's not. A trigger, yeah. yeah, it's it's not though. It's, you should use it. Be like, okay, if it, if my reason was actually true, why I want to go to these classes and what I want at the end of it, then. I should use that and I should go to the next class. I should go and do this. I should go and put myself in these uncomfortable positions because that's where the growth is. That's where you're going to grow. That's where you're going to learn. And the big one there is learning. That's what we're talking about, the in-between in it. Like when you're learning to Olympic lift, you're not going to go and do Olympic lifting for the Team no, GB. I didn't even do anything in the first session. Exactly. I just tried to move the bar. But you're enjoying learning, aren't you? Yeah, you love it. Yeah. And if you're not, and but you're growing. And like, if you're not growing... You're dying. It's a shame, isn't it? I think the people's struggles get past that first step. So I'm going to call people out here. No names mentioned, anything like that. <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest. Right. I host a free trial. Nice and simple. The only reason I host a free trial is to give people that excitement to get started into something. Yeah, structure, clarity with some and some direction. I had 10, 12 people sign up to be free trial. When I posted the other day, two people didn't even set up their accounts. The first step in order to actually get onto the ac- access, you need to set up an account. And he couldn't do that. And that's just probably like, I uh, can't be bothered. Willingness, maybe not into that. And he just thought, oh, I'll just do it because it's a trial. Or the fact that they're quite scared or anxious about taking that first step. But of course, when they took that first step, it's done. And everything just fall into place for them. Do you know what I mean? That's just an example that, that just came to mind about like taking that first step. You know, if you've got an issue, just reach out. Because what if you, if you want to speak to someone about something, just reach out to them. What if you want to... Ask ask your favorite celebrity about something. Just drop them a message, and if they reply, they reply. But most people are scared that they won't. Yeah, at least because they're scared they're getting it wrong. Yeah, exactly. Failure, failure, yeah. Fa- scared of failure. Fear when failure, failure is the best lesson in the world. Yeah, because you look at all the most successful people in the world. They've all failed so many times. Tell me about the time you failed, and I'll tell you about the time I failed in the last. Yeah, failed. You go first. I have to think first. So the one that comes to my mind is that um, I let the ball slip on my business. So I, I spent so much time building this because I was after a number because the number was in my mentorship. Mm. Um, and I let the ball slip and that dropped me massively with clients and stuff like that. And I only realised that afterwards. So it's actually a sign that, you know, something needs to change here because obviously this is, a, this is a theme that's happening. Something needs to change. Um, and then that's how you fix it. Whereas I could just be like, oh, I'm done, I've failed, I know that's it, or end of the day. But I've went, no, what's went wrong there? I identified it. It could have just been one of them things, but you learn to fix that and then you build on top of that. And at some point down the line, I'm going to fail again. Like moving on to the app and how many times we had issues with programming and stuff like that. You fail because, and then you learn to fix it. But people are, fail fast, as people say. Mm. Fail fast and then recover and learn how to fix it. But people are so scared to fail that they'll take baby steps here and baby steps there or maybe not, not even that's like 10 percent 10 percent on like five different things and you'll only get 10 percent return on all them five things whereas if you really push your focus into the one thing that you want to do and give 100 percent, you get 100 percent back definitely you know what i mean and in that in that focus and that 100 percent that you're giving you'll get it all wrong but you'll learn it all back yes you'll learn everything you know and like 
it's them times where in business and fitness and whatever in business for me where you know you you're working a stupid amount of hours and you, you feel like you're putting in a hundred percent and you're looking around you're like the setup's all wrong here yeah and that's, we do this. yeah that's how you realize that you know what the setup is wrong i remember doing it a, a set a set of stairs and a big student's accommodation and i still use the saying right now we were doing me and the other lab were, were drilling these nosings into the into the stairs and the fella who, who owned the flats just went, your setup's all wrong, lads. <laughs> and I just, it's stuck with me. It's honest to God, it's stuck with me. I must have done, I must, I must have done that about five years ago and it's stuck Still with stuck me. With Whenever you. I'm doing anything, even like deadlifts in the gym, I'm, if I'm looking at it, I go, setup's all wrong, yeah, need to do it again. And it just, it's, it's taught me to, to, um, to just reassess anything when I'm going into it and be like, have I got the right setup here now? Mm. Do you know what I mean? And to think before I do sometimes and I'm, Emily will tell you that I'm quite bad at that. Just sometimes I'm just like hundred and mile an hour doing just, anything. She'll tell you that I'm the same as well. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. So <laughs> But like, it's it's thinking. Well, is this gonna is this gonna help people or help me or be be beneficial to someone? And if it's not, you shouldn't do it. Do you know what I mean? It's just a waste of time and energy, and you need to protect that because you haven't got all the time in the world. You haven't got all the energy in the world, and if you spend <clears throat> excess amounts of energy doing something that you think is going to work and, it's, and if you actually looked at it and said, you know what's well, not, then you probably miss a, an opportunity, chance or an opportunity or a client, in your case, who's sitting there ready to, you know, take that step. So you need to be aware of what your setup is, what you're going into, business, fitness, cooking at home, cleaning at home. Like if you want to go and clean the kitchen, start by getting, start by getting the, the cloth, the mop, the brush, start. I'll start getting everything out. Do you know what I mean? And think, right, I've got it all out now. What can I go and do? Do you know what I mean? Use your tools that you've got in your in your personal life to go and do things that you want to do. Like I, I could cook. That's how I started the business because my setup was good. <laughs> I, do you know what I mean? I, I knew I knew about cooking. I knew about nutrition by then, and then I could start the business on a tiny scale in my kitchen, my tiny little kitchen. Like the amount of clients that we're doing now, I could never have done that from my kitchen. And would that have off put me? Yeah. If I would say I want to go and get a hundred clients and I want to do it from my kitchen, it would never worked. Yeah. You know, started off with 10 clients from our home. It was easy. And then that's grew and grew and grew and grew because, the set, because I had the right setup and I didn't go and what's the overload, you know, in the first, the first week or the first two weeks and just, you know, go and, advertise everywhere and go and do this it was like organic growth and i was doing it the right way and it's got us to where we are right now because we had the right focus and we had the right what's the what's the word we didn't that your patience yeah massively patience is the one it's like joe when joe asked me to be a pt do you think i was a massive imposter it might help people like with fitness just because i look all right with me top off like that was the first initial thought but then as I always say to you and everyone else, that I'm obviously a chapter ahead of someone on their journey. So I can help them by offering them my advice. You are a step ahead of someone in, in terms of food and nutrition or whatever. So you can help them. And straight away, that again, that's like an example for like um, a service or offering something. But with anything, you know, if you're a step ahead of something, that means you can do it. And you can teach that or... People are there to be helped though, aren't they? Like, what would you say is your biggest or, like, best transformation that you've got from a client? Like, 
you can name, name them do you know mm-hmm. what I mean if, like the, if they're at the pinnacle if they're, if they're the highest one that you, you would rate like if you look back at your your four years in, in training who would you say is really like shocked you and being like you know st- it, just, it sounds like you're blowing my own trumpet but there's, there's so many to like go through and, and transformations are not just like physical I think if you look back at everything, there's loads of physical transformations, but that to me, that's nothing. Mm. Like anyone can do that in terms of like getting shape. And yeah, but it's But wanted to be helped and you were there to help them. Yeah, that's yeah. what you say. But like Should one thing think? that stands for me is Lee, for example, he's actually one of my first ever clients. Yeah. And the reason he stands out to me is because he's been training with me for four years and every single day he's been consistent. But what I've seen from Lee four years ago, someone who never used to wear shorts in the gym, he used to wear uh, Abercrombie and Fitch, um, joggers remember it every single session um, so being not confident is now going on holiday on his own he, he buys clothes that he never he wears Gymshark you know he buy all these things he, he flexes he takes pictures he takes the top off he posts it in the group that f- from the start to now is absolutely it's un- unrivaled it's unmatched like in the terms of person and I'll try and f- I'll try and pull up a picture of like first one of the first ever sessions compared to now and just the way he holds himself is, is huge and to me that's what I want so he's found he's found his, his life and his passion in life he actually likes to travel and stuff like that so he's doing more of that on his own off his own back whereas four years ago he wouldn't have dreamt of going away on his own he's in London now isn't he he's in London as I speak yeah he's <laughs> away all the time to be fair exactly this and year I've told him to yeah and when I come back after Christmas from being away he asked me what, it, what, what it's it like being away for Christmas I've never been away on no, New he's Year going to New York. now he's booked it to go away because he's put himself in a position four years ago where he was like I want to better myself. I want to be. I want to be helped. Being a bit vulnerable there as well. Though, don't you think? Really, like, I think that's where a lot of it starts. Being vulnerable. I ask, was a bit vulnerable to help, you. Yeah. And like, it's hard man to man to go. Do you know what? And uh, well, I was quite I need confident. A bit of help, yeah. I was quite confident to be fair. What was you mean quite confident? <laughs> so like, he told me how to do my job. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, uh, yeah, I. But the, even that's a bit uncomfortable to to go right. So like the way I spun it to you, I said I want more knowledge on how to train in the gym, and also I'm going away at Christmas, so I want to look good for them. Yeah. So I had the reason, but you know, after that, I probably had a few vulnerable moments where I was like, oh, I'm, this isn't right. You know, taking them pictures at the start is quite overwhelming. But this is the, that's what I want. This yeah, is yeah. A step out your comfort zone because I always say to I say to everyone, it's like them pictures, the fair, they're the, the worst pictures that you will see. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Which yeah. is true, isn't it? They're yeah. the worst pictures that you will, until, unless you join, you come back on holiday. But um, that picture that I took, <laughs> I just, I just remember like the last supper. I was like, <laughs> you mean, but like, they're the worst pictures that you're ever going to see. And, I say that from a perspective of how you hold yourself, the way you are, your posture, your weight, your physique, whatever it is, it's the worst pictures that you will see. And it only gets better from that point. So actually doing that is a massive step. That's why I say people introduce yourself to the group because not many people can go into a group of 50, 60 people and go, hello everyone, I'm Lewis, nice to meet you. This is what I'm here for. That's a massive step. So Mm. as soon as you do that, everything else becomes easy. And that's what psychologically I'm trying to get across to people. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but I was going to say something about um, your physique I forgot what it's called mine not yours but just in general I'll come to me in a minute but. Mm. We're, um, we're setting up a thing at the minute I spoke to you a few weeks ago didn't we about like setting up a community where we can get our clients who are, who are on our meals mm. and um, like track the calories through it and like see, see what they're doing like habits and stuff like that um, 
and we had just done the process of setting it up the, the past couple of weeks and we put a thing out last week on a, on a story saying um, is anyone interested in 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 this and we got loads of messages off it like loads and loads of people were like what are they wanting to be helped and you know some of the stuff that that we asked and then we put a questionnaire out and stuff everyone was quite vulnerable in that and I think that's where that's where it all starts that's where it was with vulnerability that's what I was getting to is that I met this morning with a coach Tom never met him before um, really good coach and I wanted to know more and I feel like we're in the same sort of position so I reached out and said Tom be good to meet up catch up he seems like we're in the same position he's been in the industry longer than me let's have a coffee and I did that this morning. I was being quite vulnerable and being like, you know, I don't feel like I'm I'm, I'm where I should be or not as good as I, I want to be. And I was asking for advice on that, do you know what I mean? And just showing vulnerability towards another culture, the people wouldn't do that. Mm. But for me, it's like, I want to learn. I want to get better. And at the end of the day, I could look at him from the outside and be like, oh my God, he's an unbelievable coach, blah, blah, blah. Then when you sit down with each other, it's like, okay, he's in the same shoes as me. Like I can take stuff from him, you can take stuff from me and we can help more people. So that's a, a literally example today, this morning. It's a big eye opener that, isn't it? He's not, your, he's not like, you don't look at him as a competitor. And he doesn't look at me as a competitor. We're there to help each other. He, he's in, he's, I would say he's a step ahead in terms of like where he wants to go and where I want to go. Mm. You'll know about, more about this, but he's he's got stuff that I want. So I was asking him about that sort of stuff as well. So, and he could have been no and held his nose up at that and be like, yo, I don't want to give what my things away from what he does. Mm. But no, again, fully open, fully vulnerable, honest to each other, about like, let's try and help each other. It's amazing, isn't it? Like, when you do ask for help, people will give you it. And all you have to do is ask for help. Yeah. And I've I found a lot of the time and in business and stuff and we're in a networking group and like, that's massive for us <coughs> because... Everyone in there wants to help help someone. There's like 50, 60 businesses in there. Every week they meet up, they have a conversation, they, they do like a 60-second speech about what your business is. And like you've got us as a meal prep business and you've got like someone who sells like wills. and like so that's crazy, the, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But like how they all connect each other is amazing. So everyone's like, if you ask for someone that week who you want to work with, the person who sells wills might know them. Or something like that. Like how we how we started stocking in in a gym and pioneer gym in Bootle. We um we knew a couple of personal trainers in there, but we didn't know the owner or anything. Found out the owner's name, and then Emily asked for him in our networking group. Someone Turn, knew. turns out that, turns out someone used to train with them fifteen years ago. That's mad. So we messaged them and so and then said these are thinking of doing this with it, and then put us in touch, and then we've been stocking in that gym for like the past six months and gained a relationship with them and we've like they had the they're the ones who done the um, you know the winter fitness games yeah class that was boss but we, don't, we put the food on for them Do you know but it mean? all started from reaching out yeah yeah so That's Emily all it to, is. Emily you know someone it's someone could have said no like no one could have said anything from when she asked for that name but you've just got to ask and try first haven't you this goes back to another thing that happened this week and again feel free to message me but like a coach who's brand new to the industry messaged me off his own back and said would you be willing to meet up for a coffee and help me and I was like yeah like no problem it's exactly what you've just done today with that fella though exactly that but like the reason that he's reached out to me I've actually got respect that he's reached out and wants to ask questions so that shows me that he's willing to learn and he wants to build something you know he's like oh, I'll pay you for your time I said, don't worry about my time like I'd rather spend that helping you I think that's a big one like 
some people do think that it, they've got to put a price do on something to get exchange, help. Yeah, it's a not... lot of the time when I've got advice in my life, it's been free. Well, That's exactly. I don't think I can't remember the last time I, I can't remember. I haven't ever having to pay for advice from someone who I know or someone who knows someone I know, and I've asked to meet them. Everyone's like so willing, but you know that could put you off by thinking, "Oh, who am I to I ask?" I won't them? even try. Yeah, 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 I won't even try because they probably think I'm stupid. Bet you right now that they've been in the position that you are. If and you, you want to be in very that, willing to help you because yeah. they want it. They've been in that position. Because you're all heading for the same thing. You're all trying to help the same people. So it all comes part and parcel. Like they mightn't, they, they mightn't be in a position to help the clients that you want to go and help, but your industry is very similar to theirs and you've got a different direction. At the end of the day, you're all helping people who want the same thing. That's it. And this is something that I want to go down the line of is like, I'm self-employed. I've owned a business. I've done pretty well with my business, but I've also, I've got barriers that I've had to overcome and like work-life balance and all this sort of stuff. That's what the avenue that I saw to go down with my clients now who, who have businesses and I try and quote unquote mentor them in terms of like setting boundaries within them and the business and the separation between them and their relationships, etc. Um, and that's something that really fulfills me because again, I've been there, I've done it, I can help you. But again, you've got to be vulnerable in order to understand that and actually go, yeah, that's good advice that I'll try and implement that. Do you mm. know what I mean? A lot of people can be like, you were you to do that, but for me, I've done it and I'm still working on it but someone else is not working on it so if I tell them to do that and they do it we're all winning that's the main thing isn't it everyone everyone wins and clients businesses you know if, if you create if you create a their good, life yeah their f- family their friends but the ripple effect people see it? a price first don't they yeah it's probably just like what where do you think that comes from like where people see a price first before actually seeing what could actually help them so people ask for the price first with anything it, it, it's it's not about, they're not buying into what they want or the person that they're buying into. They're mm. just looking for the easiest option for them. I just think they, they, they balance it out. Like say, say, say a person saying a session costs £30 for an hour, right? Mm-hmm. But a chippy costs 30 quid. Like, some, how, do you, how good do you feel after a person saying a session? And then how do you feel the next day after the chippy? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Incomparable. Incomparable. Exactly. But that's, I think that's a big, massive one in the fitness game. Like people who want, who want to commit and you've probably got like them people who signed up to the, to the free trial and haven't even signed up, like got the email, but then didn't register. They're scared to commit the time because they're spending too much time doing something else. So the want's there, isn't it? Yeah. The want's, the want is there, but they, you can't even get to them because they don't want to, they don't want to, overly committing that's probably a comfort zone barrier that, that comes from within yeah unfortunately it's no the reason why don't it mm-hmm. why do you want to go and do it why, why why do you want to go and do it what do you want at the end of it what do you want after that and you, you're the one to tell them that. it's like people come to me and like I've had it before where you know I want to really get stronger powerlifting and I go and see Kev over there because he's really good at powerlifting mm. <laughs> That's it. But like, come to me, let's have a conversation. Let's decide what I think is going to be best for you. It could be option A, it could be option B, it could be someone else. It doesn't matter, but all we're trying to do is just dissect what the issue is, how we can get there the fastest. That suits you, suits me. That's it. But people are scared to make that step is because, oh, but what if it's too expensive or what if I've got to commit all this or time or effort or whatever. Of course, there's, there's got to be some sort of fair exchange in terms of time and you've got to put effort in you've got to 
pay for stuff. Inflation. I, I think that, like, that, that what you bash your against the wall is just a question mark, isn't it? Like when you when you have probably jumped on a call with someone like a strategy strategy call and then they're all like gun, all guns blazing, yeah, I want to do this, this and this and that. And then they just go missing. And it's the one stay. Yeah. So as a personal brand for you and for me, like we we get we get asked questions all the time on on the Instagram page and we might go a bit above and beyond like to do things for people and then like they might just jump off straight away and the question mark it's like, I wonder why like just mm. you know just tell us why tell what was why why did it not suit you because our business and our service doesn't suit everyone. No, not you can't please everyone. And it's the same. You can't help everyone. It's the same with you. But all, all you'd want as a, as the business owner, as the person behind behind the brand, is a bit of feedback. That, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That's all you want, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Just uh, we yeah, ask exactly. people for feedback all the time, and they they love the meals, but they love our, they love the meals and the service and like speaking to people. But they they'll never put it in writing. But they order every single week with the whole year no do you know what I mean yeah. and it, it's that it's them little messages and like for you it's them messages that you put up all the time feeling so much better and for clients who are feeling so much better in like the personal life the business life the fitness and everything they're worth everything aren't they you can't yeah, put a price can't on that exactly and when we donate to um, we donate well we try and donate as much as we can to like food banks and the Whitechapel Centre in town and uh, a girl who was on our, I'll use this example, a girl who was on our meals didn't know this. So we, she'd been on our meals for like six months or so. And then she jumped off, she was working away and stuff. And then she messaged, she messaged like three months later saying, I've just been working in the in the food bank. Um, and she not even just donated meals. Amazing. And I was like, do you know what? We, we never like, Promoter. We never do it for that, that but like that that one message was like, Major do you know yeah. what I mean? Amazing. And the, yeah, I like people will look at it and think like you do it for the coin, you do it for for to get paid. And yeah, yeah, I want to get, I need to get paid to pay my bills. But if there were if money didn't exist, I'd still cook. I'd still go and do what I'd I do day coach. to day. Do you know what I mean? You'd, yeah. you'd still go and train. You still it's you it, it's instilled in you, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So like <laughs> that's why. I'm buzzing whenever we get any feedback like that, like that little message, you know, puts a massive smile on your face. You can't pay to get, put a smile on your face. It just is. It happens. You know what I mean? If you could, if you could bottle it all up and drink it in the can, you'd, you'd have bloody stocks of it all the time. Yeah, it yeah. make you feel good. But it's a, uh, it's amazing to like, to be in a position. Now. I feel very grateful to, to be uh, having this conversation with you and then, or having a business that helps so many people. And I think that's what, like, the industry that we're in, that's why we, we're having this podcast, that's why we talk all the time, that's why we, we get on with, I was your client, now we're friends and stuff, because we, we think about the same things, talk about the same things, and we've got the same goal. That's why you're in my ear all the time, and I'm in your ear all the yeah, time. Yeah, doesn't leave me alone. Yeah. I don't leave him alone. So, uh, at the early stages of it, this podcast is probably going to be right the way through help people to see if it's any inspiration for anyone like we haven't done nothing special we just went and got on with what we wanted to do created a business but it's you know it can be done you can put your head to it you can put your head to anything you'll get it in, in your circumstances you're in a position now and I'm not going to leak any info but 
Like you've just got, turn up here. You've got massive plans, and you know how to get there. Mm-hmm. Same with us. It's you don't have to just go. Well, if I, if I've got this goal, how do I how do I get there without doing the first initial steps? And the, the big thing is just do them first initial steps and see where you go. Like what Dan Carly said last last episode. People come to him saying, "How can I make digital art?" And he's like, have you even drew anything yet? Yeah, yeah. Like, have you got an iPad? Yeah. Have you, got, have you tried? And like, no. He's like, well, what, what that's iPad what you should you get? Well, yeah. He's like, well, just, just, yeah, just try, just start. And that's why it can be used in your game or my game. Like, have you, have you tried anything toward that? You, you're coming towards asking for help. Have you tried doing this? Have you tried anything before? Like, no, I just want to lose weight. Why do you want to lose weight? Oh, because you know, I want to feel fitter, healthier. Some people say, I want like for my wedding day or something like that or I want, I'm going away at the end of the year use that as your drive use that as your why we're just the sort of what's we're just the the people, guide the people in between who are helping them aren't we the guide I yeah. can't do it for you but I can definitely guide you there mm. so it's like, a good place to, to round it yeah, up yeah round it off there thought we um, just wanted to take and steal money's advice weren't we and just getting some some information out there of who we are what we what we do um, and then we're going to be bringing more guests each week then me and you will round some episodes off each week and talk about day to day stuff week to week stuff yeah I think it falls in a nice place I said the start this off ca- off camera or off, uh, off air was Friday afternoon after the week's being rounded up for me it's just really nice to reflect and be like okay yeah done for the week in terms of like what I need to do a successful week whatever and it just get all that out of my mind and and help people at the same time. That's all we're doing, trying to help everyone. So listen in, like, subscribe. Follow us on our socials. And then don't be scared to reach out to anyone, me, John, or anyone. Yeah, we had one. The first person reached out on the Born and Bologna page. Did they? Did I tell you? No, you didn't tell me that. Didn't I tell you? Yeah, um, some lad who was an artist messaged and said, just listen to your podcast with Dan Cali. Uh, Brilliant stuff and put a thumb up and I sent it to Dan. You know, made up job complete happy days yeah exactly that's what we're doing it for so, so yeah we'll see more of that but um, on to the next one on to the next one episode 3 next peace over and out <laughs>